Welcome to the Healing Embodied Podcast, where we have real and raw conversations about growth and healing that will shift your perspective in profound ways. We take a unique approach to healing the overthinking mind, creating conscious relationships, and living a life of courage and freedom. So take a deep breath and get ready to expand your mind, connect to your body, and activate your spirit. everybody. Welcome to the Healing Embodied Podcast. This is Sarah. I am the lead body-mind integration expert here at Healing Embodied. And today I get to take over the podcast and jump on here and talk about something that has been very near and dear to my heart recently. So I'm excited to be here talking about it. If you follow us on social media, you're on our emailing list, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you will know that we have recently introduced monthly themes, which means that each month at Healing Embodied across our platforms, we have a theme that we spend the whole month breaking down and exploring. And this past month's theme, October, has been navigating differences in relationships, navigating differences in preferences, in values, in hobbies, in needs. And it has been really, really fun to dive into this. And something that I have heard before quite a bit, and that came up a lot throughout this past month, is the topic of resentment resentment within relationships, these differences leading to conflict, leading to unmet needs, ultimately leading to resentment. And what I am hearing across the board, almost 100% of the time when it comes to looking at resentment in relationships is that there is so much fear around it. There is so much fear around feeling resentment, your partner resenting you, what it means if resentment shows up in your relationship or in your body, how to avoid it, what happens. There's just so much fear. And I want to get this out in the open, talk about it, let it breathe, and maybe offer a perspective of how to navigate resentment in relationships that isn't based in fear, that isn't rooted in fear. So first, let's just look at why are we so scared of resentment? Well, (laughs) if you are anything like me, if you're on social media, if you watch movies, if you read books, I feel that we've really been fed this narrative that resentment is basically a death sentence in your relationship. Once you feel resentful, it's incredibly hard to come back from it. Maybe you'll never even come back from it. If you feel resentful, it means that something is fundamentally, horribly, terribly wrong. We've been fed this narrative that resentment is this horrible, terrible thing. And so, of course, there's going to be fear around it, right? Of course, there's going to be fear around it. So that's kind of where I want to start today is let's dive into and maybe debunk this belief that resentment 
is some huge, terrible, horrible death sentence. Because I actually kind of disagree with this. There you go. I'll set it. I kind of disagree. I don't disagree that resentment can be difficult. Of course, it can be difficult. Is it uncomfortable? Hugely. Uncomfortable, difficult, challenging, painful, but not necessarily the worst possible thing that could happen because resentment is a human emotion. It's a state of being. It's an emotional experience. It's an uncomfortable emotion. It can be a loaded emotion, but it's just an emotion. And I believe, and we teach here at Healing Embodied, that no emotions are bad. No emotions are wrong. No emotions need to be just completely gotten rid of forever. It's an emotion. You're a human. You're going to feel the full range of human emotions from time to time. So yes, difficult, uncomfortable, challenging. A death sentence? Not necessarily. So if we can start to view resentment simply as an emotional experience versus a death sentence, it's just an uncomfortable emotional experience, then we can start to look at it the way we look at all emotions. And what do we know about emotions that we desperately try to resist? Those of you who have been listening and following us for a while, what do we know about emotions that we desperately try to resist? They persist. They come back with a vengeance. They get louder. They get more intense. They get more overwhelming, right? That's what Eckhart Tolle teaches is that what we resist persists. And we see this with emotions all the time. And so if we've been fed this narrative about resentment, that it's horribly bad and wrong and means something terrible is happening and you're never going to come back from it and you might as well run because your relationship is over. <laughs> if we've been fed that narrative about resentment and we believe that that emotional experience is bad and wrong, then it makes a lot of sense that when we experience it or when we think we might experience it, we respond with fear. We've been made to believe that it's bad and wrong. And so the body responds with fear. And so that's the first thing we have to do here is start to take the fear and the meaning off of this experience, off of this emotion, and just see it as an emotion. When there's this much fear clouding our perception, it leads to these very rigid fear-based interpretations of our emotional experience. And it actually prevents us from doing the work of looking at the emotion. We can't heal what we're not willing to embody and feel and look at and try on and explore and become curious about. But when there's that much fear, it actually prevents us from doing the work that's necessary to heal this emotion. Because what do we do when we live in fear of something? We avoid it, right? We do everything we possibly can to avoid feeling it and experiencing it. Oh, yeah. So what does this look like when it comes to 
differences when it comes to resentment that we believe are born from the differences we experience in our relationship. What I have seen over and over and over is that we have a difference in our relationship. We fear that that difference is going to someday somehow cause us to feel resentful towards our partners, ourselves, our relationships. And so we live in fear of that thing. And this often looks like nitpicking, trying to control your partner, trying to control their every action, their every need, how they meet your needs, how they show up in the relationship, constantly telling them if they're doing something wrong, if you want them to change something, what you wish they would do differently. And what happens is that we start to over-communicate about the differences. Okay, this is something I hear all the time. We over-communicate to our partners about the differences, about the things we don't like, things our partner does that we wish were different, how we think our partner should look, act, think, feel. And often, this is coming from a very well-intentioned place. Often, this is coming from this belief of, I have to communicate these things now so I don't feel resentment later on. It's actually coming from, I care so much about this relationship and this person that I'm terrified of this horrible death sentence of resentment showing up later. And so I have to do everything I possibly can right now to make sure that I never, ever, ever feel that scary thing. And here's the thing, being able to communicate effectively and share your boundaries, your needs, your expectations is wildly important. I can already hear it now. <laughs> I can already hear it now. People saying, but Sarah, are you just telling me to not communicate about the things that bother me and not tell my partner when they're doing something that I don't like? Hmm. Breathe. No, I'm not telling you that. Being able to communicate effectively and share your boundaries, needs, and expectations is hugely important. It's a requirement for a healthy relationship. And, and when we have so much fear of resentment showing up and we believe that we need to make sure that we never, ever, ever feel resentful, we over-communicate. Being able to communicate is important. Over-communicating can be detrimental. Because what happens is that we over-strengthen that muscle. Be like if you did push-ups every single day of your life and never, ever, ever went for a walk, <laughs> did a jumping jack, did a squat. Your arms are going to get so strong. Is having developed arm muscles important depending on what you want to do in life? Sure. Sure. However, we over-strengthen it. And what happens is that we become really, really, really good at telling our partner everything we don't like about them. We get so good at that. We get so good at telling them everything we think they're doing wrong, everything we wish they would change. And it's all coming in the name of trying to avoid resentment. I have to say this. I have to make sure I communicate now so that I don't feel resentful later. But look at the skill 
that you are actually building in the present moment. The skill you're building is communicating to your partner that they're not good enough, that they're doing something wrong, that they need to change in order for the relationship to work. And then we miss everything that they're doing right. We miss everything that we love about them. That muscle gets underworked. It gets really weak. We get really strong at communicating what we don't like. And we, we get really weak at communicating what we do. Ooh, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So here's the perspective I want to offer that isn't based in fear, that isn't based in I have to make sure I never feel this scary thing. Instead of doing everything you can to make sure you never feel resentment, which really just keeps us stuck in fear, and the more we act from fear, the more we stay in fear, instead of this, turn your energy toward improving the aspects of relationships that make it so that resentment can't thrive. Develop a strong foundation in your relationship so that even if resentment shows up, it won't thrive. Things like noticing and expressing gratitude for your partner, being open to others' opinions, and other ways of doing things that are different from your way. Healthy, effective communication, that feels good for both of you. That feels good for both of you. Healing your own shit. (laughs) That's a big one. Put a star next to that one. Heal your own shit. Developing a very solid regulation toolbox. So that if uncomfortable emotions, when uncomfortable emotions show up in your life, you've got tools. You have the capacity to handle it. Learn about your partner's needs. Learn about your own needs. Learn how to practice meeting those needs for yourself and communicating them to your partner in a way that they can receive that isn't steeped with shame and judgment and criticism. Develop a healthy relationship with all human emotions, even and especially the uncomfortable ones. Develop a loving connection to your body. Trust, build trust. Trust yourself and your relationship to manage and work through resentment if you ever feel it. Instead of focusing so much on making sure that resentment never shows up, which only keeps us stuck in fear. Focus more on developing the things that make it so that even if resentment shows up in your life, it can't thrive. You're equipped to navigate it. You've built the foundation. You've built the tools. You've built the skills. You've built and prioritized the love and the trust so that you can navigate through it. And it can't thrive. That's the new perspective I want to offer here. Let's shift away from fear. The longer we stay in fear, 
of, oh my gosh, what if I feel resentment? What if this leads to resentment someday? Oh my God. That's the energy we're in. That doesn't feel loving. That doesn't create connection or intimacy. All of these other things do. That's my invitation for you. Instead of focusing all of your energy on making sure you never, ever, 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 ever feel resentful about anything or anyone in your life, turn your energy toward improving the aspects of relationships that make it so resentment can't thrive. Bada bing, bada boom, y'all. That's what I have for you today. And guess what? <laughs> this shit is hard. It's hard. All of those things I just named, if you're a human being on this planet, you probably have some barriers to those things. We all need support with this. We don't actually learn how to have healthy relationships most of the time. For a lot of us, the relationships that are modeled to us, that we see, that we read about, that we watch on TV, that we think we should have, we don't actually have a very good modeling of that. So if this is something that you want support with, this is why we're here. This is what we do. Check out the show notes. We'll have everything linked there of how you can work with us. And if this approach is resonating with you, what I want to invite you to do is apply for a 15-minute free clarity call with Mariana. She's our client relations manager. You're gonna love her. She's such a gem and so knowledgeable in all of our offerings and is so skilled at helping you discern what we have First of all, what you're needing, what kind of support you're needing, if we can meet that need and how to take those first steps, okay? Apply for a clarity call. It'll be in the show notes. I hope this helped. I hope this resonated. I hope this provided a little bit of a new perspective on something that most people aren't talking about other than to say that it's horrible and terrible and you should make sure you never feel it. <laughs> All right, my dears, thank you so much for joining today. Until next time, take care.